everybody. Welcome to Save Your Sorry. The podcast where we tell you about the rise and fall of a celebrity. And do some trash talk along the way. I'm the shoe, Cardi, Drew at Nikki, Jose. And I'm Katrina. And the cool points are out the window. And you got me all twisted up in the game. Today we are covering actor Ezra Miller. Finally, finally I can hear about this person. Because man, oh man. Finally. They've been in the news like all summer, spring, fall, winter. (laughs) (laughs) And Ezra has been requested for us to cover, and I've been wanting to cover them for a while. Uh-huh. But as was just like my my white whale, like there have been <laughs> so many times where I'm like, okay, now I'm going to cover this, and then they go and do something else, and I had you... to like wait and see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. What well, is that like? Oh, that's Moby Dick. Is that the uh, Captain Ahab, right? Uh huh. You're Captain Ahab. Oh yeah. my god. That means you're Ishmael. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. For some reason. I fucks with the name Ishmael. <laughs> <laughs> I think where we stand right now, it's a good stopping point, And hopefully we won't have too many updates for Ezra in the future. But I don't know. I don't really know if that's an option. Well, it depends on if they get their shit together. Yeah. <laughs> so Ezra Miller was born September 30th, 1992. Made him a Libra. Ooh. And I just gotta say, looking at their Met Gala looks and... Just their whole vibe. I guess mm-hmm. I can tell they're a Libra. <laughs> you <laughs> that Libra energy that you you possess? Sometimes. Not not further in the story. Oh, just now. No. <laughs> yeah. Just early, early career stuff. Ezra's mother, Marta, was a dancer. And their father, Robert, worked in publishing. Growing up, Ezra had a stutter and... They said speech therapy only made it worse. What did seem to help was at the age of six, Ezra started taking opera lessons. The control and manipulation of their breath helped them overcome the stutter within a year. Okay. Yeah, I think that's so fascinating. It's not the first time I've heard singing can help overcome speech problems. Mm-hmm. And opera has always just been like so majestic to me. Yeah, it's very interesting um, way of singing. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate it. Yes. Ezra was apparently good at opera and at the age of eight was in an opera called The White Raven. After this, Ezra joined the Metropolitan Opera for two seasons. I don't know how long these seasons are. I've always felt like someday I'll get into opera. It's just that that day hasn't arrived yet. Mm-hmm. It'll never happen for you. You don't think so? You're not culture like me and mine to really I, dive into the world of opera. I, I would get into opera before you got into opera. First of all, I'm into opera. I'm on the scene, in the scene. Always uh, be mean. So, I just yeah. want those little binoculars and I can look down at the stage. <laughs> you know the ones we're talking about? Exactly. You, you always want to get into something for a look. It, yeah, the vibe of it. <laughs> You just want to be in the crowd like, yes, I saw it as well. And I'll just, you know, I'll look down like, breathtaking. <laughs> Absolutely breathtaking. Who is over? Encore. Encore, brava. Brava. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I know related One day. to it. <laughs> Ezra's first TV role was in 2008 called Cakey the Cake from Outer Space. Cakey? Cakey. Okay. He was in one episode and was an unnamed bully. I looked this up and it's a web series, so I don't really know if we can even call it a TV show. It's a credit. 
Yeah, it's a the, credit. I just wanted a credit. He was in Californication for five episodes. Man, what season? I don't know. Probably I did not look into that. It had to be the later ones where I didn't care. First of all, I can't fully a, a fully a teenager watching Californication. What the fuck was wrong with me? It wasn't even that good of a show, or was it? I don't know. I I I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. I watched the first couple of seasons. It's about this writer who ain't got his shit together, and basically <laughs> just brings trouble. Oh, okay. And as for us in a film called After School, which is an indie film, but it looks like it got a lot of good reviews. And they are the main character. Around this time, Ezra is 16 and their career seems to be taking off. So they end up dropping out of high school. Their decision happened after Beethoven came to them in a dream and convinced them to drop out. I ain't wanted to shit on people's dreams, but... (laughs) Beethoven, of all people? (laughs) Of all people. Spoke and you were like, yeah, I don't need that fucking diploma. (laughs) <laughs> 2009, they are in a movie, Beware the Gonzo, and star opposite of one Zoe Kravitz. And Ezra and Zoe dated very briefly. Reports of them having some PDA at the Tribeca Film Festival when the movie was premiered. And just a weird side note, Ezra was 17, Zoe was 22. Interesting. Yeah, not the hugest age difference. I just had to put it out there. Still weird. Zoe, what you doing? Still weird. 13. Still weird. That's nasty, Zoe. (laughs) You know I love Zoe, but it's just a weird thing on there. Hello. That is weird, especially after this past. After the Oscars, they outed her for being uh, weird with With Jaden. Yeah, creepy comments when uh, he was 14. Zoe, who knew it was going to be you? <laughs> <He's> exposed. <laughs> they soon broke up. It was a very short-lived relationship. 2011, as we was in the film, we need to talk about Kevin. Did you see that <gasps> one? Bro, no, I did not see this movie, but I know what happened, and that movie was crazy. <laughs> Is it one of those that you just like read the Wikipedia? You know, I had to <laughs> watch a couple of clips, and I said, Some things are better left unwatched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's about parents being concerned about their son who ends up doing a school massacre, and it is an adaption of the book of the same name. And I remember there being a lot of buzz around it when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And Kevin and the mother have this fucked up relationship. <sighs> it's all bad. Ezra had to audition six times over two years for this role. And speaking of having this fucked up relationship with the mother, Ezra did not talk to their mom why they were filming. They want to be, you know, in that mindset. The film was an indie film, but again, good ratings, talk of the town, Ezra yeah. stars rising. And it had Tilda, wait, yeah, Tilda Swin? Yeah. Yeah. Tilda Swin is a great fucking actress. And who's the, not Will Ferrell, but the other one from Step Brothers? John C. Riley. It had him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was the father, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I said, I, it probably was a good movie, but me personally, one of those I probably wouldn't be able to watch. It's always been one on my list, but it's one of those, oh, I'm going to read the book first, and I'm going to watch the movie, and then I haven't done either. 
Uh, you'll get on it in a couple years. <laughs> One day. In 2012, Ezra comes out as queer in the in Out Magazine. They would later clarify in 2018, I don't identify like fuck that. Queer just means no, I don't do that. I don't identify as a man. I don't identify as a woman. I barely identify as a human. They would also say in 2018, I let he, his, him, bride, and that's fine, but would later say their pronouns are they, them. Which, you know, they can choose how they want to identify. Uh It's up to them. And sometimes it does change for some people. It's just... Yeah, we've seen recently. Yeah, with Demi Demi. Lovato. Demi Lovato. Another pretty big movie that Ezra was in was Perks of Being a Wallflower. Did you watch that? I did watch that one. I loved it, and I loved the book. Okay, I know you read the book, but yeah, I never watched the movie. And it's another indie film, but the movie is so loved, and so is the book. From here, they are in Trainwreck, which was with the Amy Schumer movie. In uh-huh. 2015, and this was before everyone hated Amy for whatever reason <laughs> they hate her. <laughs> That's one I haven't looked into yet. I'll hold my opinions. You don't want to give any background? I will say both the Amy hate is slightly unwarranted and very warranted. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. And Ezra was in the Fantastic Beast movies. And what they're probably most known for in recent years is the DC films like Batman vs. Superman and the Justice League movies. And honestly, I kind of, like, I watched Perks of Being a Wallflower, but I did not connect that that was Ezra. And I knew of, we need to talk about Kevin, but same thing, I didn't connect it. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I did not know... I mean, I've heard about these movies and everything, but I did not know about the person slash actor Ezra Miller until I kept hearing all this controversy controversy about somebody being in Hawaii, terrorizing people, and the Flash movie is maybe about to be scrapped. That's the first time I ever heard of the name Ezra Miller. So I didn't know who this person was at all. I just kept hearing. And I was like, okay, oh, shit. Must be somebody (laughs) popping. So June 28, 2011, Ezra's first run-in with the law happens. Ezra is a passenger in a car, and the car gets pulled over for a broken brake light. Ezra has on the possession 20 grams of marijuana. They say, quote, the pot was strewn about covering me like a quilt. (laughs) (laughs) Which I just love that quote, so I had to put it in there. They were first charged with drug possession, but it was reduced to two counts of disorderly conduct, and they had to pay $600. Ezra would go on to say, Quote, I don't feel like there's any need to hide the fact that I smoke pot. It's a harmless herbal substance that increases sensory appreciation. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just a little weed. Advocate for your green. Advocate for your devil's lettuce. (laughs) July 26, 2016, Ezra is at the San Diego Comic-Con and performs Rihanna's song, Work. It's on the piano in an emotional cover. There's only a snippet of it out there, but... I don't know. I don't hate it. Uh, emotional rendition of work? <laughs> of work. That shit was garbage. <laughs> Why did I even waste my time? That really? shit was trash. How do you play a work on a piano? <laughs> you don't stop wowing and wailing. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, but obviously Ezra has um, 
a musical bug. Yeah, it really has nothing to do with the story. I just had to include it. And I'm glad you did, because <laughs> that <laughs> needed to be bookmarked for my memory. <laughs> the next year, on July 23rd, 2017, again at San Diego Comic-Con, Ezra is surrounded by fans, and they... And Ezra asks why the Flash can't get drunk, and the crowd answers, The Flash's metabolic rate makes getting tipsy difficult. The main person Ezra is talking to asks if Ezra is drunk, and to let him smell Ezra's breath. And Ezra kisses them on the lips, and then proceeds to kiss him on the cheek. Okay. I feel like with later things, we are trying to make more out of this, but... I think by the fans' response, they were happy with the kiss. They were okay with it. Yeah, I mean, you could ask, but it, it, yeah, if the fan didn't say anything. Who are we to say anything? Yeah, I just want to smell your funky breath. So, like, <laughs> I guess he was he was heading on that train. I just wanted to bring it up. You can find the video on YouTube or TMZ, and it doesn't seem like the fan was mortified. People are just saying Ezra didn't get consent. Yeah, that is true. July 24th, 2018, Ezra is at Comic-Con again, dresses up as Toadette for the video game Mario Kart. All Ezra shit goes down at Comic-Con? <laughs> All these little ones, yeah. <laughs> Ezra gives a brief interview where they're joined by two people also dressed as Mario Kart characters, and they just speak <laughs> in a gibberish to the interviewer. Again, something now that we are looking at as weird but i just think it's a funny thing ezra was there talking on the fantastic beast panel and talked normally that what i saw on the panel and you know it's comic con where else are you gonna dress up that is true some things are just to be expected as you know people just expressing the inner weirdness of themselves their inner nerd you know what they like how that you know so uh, yeah i mean that's that's nothing yeah i I think Ezra's always been a little weird. It's just once it gets more into the dangerous territory. Exactly. That's when it's like, bitch, put put the brakes on. Yeah. And again, it's just people going back seeing this and like, oh, I knew then that they were crazy. And it's like, did you? Yeah, when people do fucked up shit later in their, their lives or careers, people especially love to go back to earlier moments and like try to pinpoint now that's when i knew or we should have known exactly at this uh -huh. moment yeah this is the exact moment they went crazy motherfuckers love to be investigative journalists <laughs> that's us we are the motherfuckers damn look <laughs> <laughs> i love when i unintentionally sting myself come on man you was right low-key a bitch trying to be an investigative journalist <laughs> to get on the payroll <sighs> so up to this point Ezra might seem a little weird but there isn't really anything that alarming February 2020 this starts to change while filming for one of the Fantastic Beasts movies in Iceland the movie was put on pause because of COVID and Ezra rents out an Airbnb while there according to Business Insider some reports start coming out about Ezra they say Ezra is walking around the streets barefoot with the same clothes with long pointy toenails. Ezra oh. reportedly has an infected rune on one of their feet and is seen mumbling to themselves and has a putrid smell. Okay, well, now people are just being weird. This is during COVID. Motherfuckers is depressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure at one point in time in 2020, a bitch was smelling putrid herself wearing the same clothes. How the fuck you know Ezra's toenails was pointy? Because 
they were barefoot. How close was these pictures? How they know all that? Either way, <laughs> Ezra should give get some grace on that because I mean, COVID, it's it's a hard time. Also, people wearing the same clothes, that's not a big deal. People being barefoot, weird, still not a big deal. But okay, we'll see what comes up comes up uh next with Ezra. So out of their Airbnb, they're inviting artists and spiritual confidants from the town they are at to stay stay with them at the Airbnb. Okay. One woman claimed she saw that there were several mattresses around the house laying on the floor, and everyone seemed hypnotized by Ezra. She also claims Ezra had mood swings, and the environment is very cultish. Ezra yeah, is paying for that. food and weed, but with that, it's a double-edged sword. It's almost as if that was used to draw people in. One 18-year-old who claims she had a sexual relationship with Ezra says nobody was allowed to disagree with them. A 23-year-old woman claims Ezra flew into a rage when people tried to pick what song to play. Even mm. this small disagreement caused Ezra to tell people to leave the Airbnb that Ezra was calling the sanctuary. The article just refers to the people who come forward as a woman who visited March or 18-year-old woman. So it does it confusing who the article is talking about i don't know if the woman asked to be anonymous but i know it's at least three women making claims oh damn so one of the women claims ezra would get mad if they used their phones and got mad if they thought the woman were wanting to leave asking if they didn't like their hospitality and claiming to be able to read their mind the woman claims she sneaked a text out and felt like she was escaping well yeah yeah <laughs> if that's how it was made Essentially, so, you were. This is the part of, you know, the story we can be like, okay, now it calls for concern. Mm -hmm. April 2020, Ezra is still in Iceland and they are at a bar. A video clip surfaces of Ezra asking, oh, you want to fight? That's what you want to do? And the woman starts walking over with her fist raised, but you can see it's like in a comical way by how she's walking and swinging her arms. The video what, is... giving them the why I oughta? It's... <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Like she, she's swinging her arms like it. Like you can't take it serious at all. Okay. The video is only seven seconds long, but Ezra lunges at her and starts choking her, and people not on the camera are just like, "Whoa, stop!" The woman would later talk to Variety, but asked to remain anonymous. She said the altercation started when she asked about a wound on Ezra Miller's feet. Ezra was wearing flip flops, and the wounds were visible. Ezra says they were battle stars from a fight. The woman talks to him for a little bit, but then she walks away, but turns around and jokingly says, but just so you know, I could take you in a fight. Ezra responded with, you really want to fight? And she says, meet me in the smoking area in two minutes. Ezra would later confront her, and that's where the video started. And okay. he, he choked her. What? <laughs> Do you what are look these up the... weird interactions that lead into fisticuffs? <laughs> Do you want to look up the video? What, what should I put in? Ezra Miller choke. Well, I should have figured that one out. Oh, and it comes right up on the search uh -huh. Whoa! <laughs> was I not paying attention to you? Because that shit looked... Yeah, she looked like she was smiling for five she... milliseconds. <laughs> Got her in a fucking... <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah, you just noticed the shit was going left background actor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yikes. Yeah, that was 
Ezra, what the fuck's wrong with you? You just... Yeah, it's bizarre, but these other women were saying that that's how they were big mood swings. So is that something they're dealing with is these huge mood swings? Weird. Ezra would be kicked out of the bar, but this wasn't the only occurrence at this bar. The bartender claims Ezra once got into a heated argument with a man that ended with Ezra putting the man in a chokehold and slapping him before being separated. Ezra soon apologized, and the man took it as a joke, and the bartender took it as two friends having a drunk fight. So Ezra wasn't banned from the bar at that point. It wasn't until he choked the woman. Okay. It's Yeah, it's just kind of weird that there's now two incidents at this one bar that we know of. Here's my thing, because one thing I have noticed in the whole Ezra scope of situations is that, okay, you said that Ezra has had two incidences at this bar. Yes. And then in the news, I hear about Ezra having multiple instances, you know, on the island in Hawaii. We're not there yet. I know. But it's like, does Ezra not get banned? Does... Ezra not get reported. They're allowed to just keep doing things as far as I see, and nobody is like checking them. Well, at this one, I could see like it's just After a, the first incident. I the feel second like just, incident people should be on watch. Yeah, I feel like it's just because it's at a bar that they just get banned. The other person probably doesn't want to press charges and Well, yeah, you're right. People yeah. have to want to actually press charges and do all that rigmarole. Because as scary as it is that that he lunges at that woman and chokes her and puts that other guy in a choker and slaps him, it's probably (laughs) over, you know, a two-second thing, three-second thing before someone separates them. So it's like, I don't really want to go through this process of having them arrested and going through whatever to court or whatever has come through that. Yeah, I got you. That was in 2020. The next incident is in January 20, 2022. Ezra makes an Instagram video talking to the North Carolina Ku Klux Klan. Ezra says, Ezra asks if they want to die, and if so, they should kill themselves with their own guns. Otherwise, the Klan can keep on doing what they are doing. Ezra says, quote, we'll do it for you if that's what you want. Okay. It's just confusing because no one really knows what Ezra is talking about. I saw an organization say there's no no clan activity in that area that Ezra is talking about, and they could be talking about another clan. There's many clans, <laughs> but Ezra specifically says, you know, I'm talking to this North Carolina, blah blah blah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's Ezra soon deletes the video, but it's just something like bizarre that comes out. It's like. What? what? What's that? <laughs> I mean, I'm all for taking down the clan, but... <laughs> you, really, you're all for it? I didn't know. Another woman named Nadia in February of 2022 says Ezra was over in her place in Germany. She said they had been texting since 2020 after hooking up, but since 2020, it was mostly text until this time. Nadia claims Ezra grew angry when she told them they couldn't smoke in her house. She says Ezra started calling her a transphobic piece of shit and calling her a Nazi. Oh damn! Oh damn! <laughs> just, just cause of the, just cause I'm girl in Germany. 
I was wondering that too. <laughs> Ain't nobody told you to talk to no uh, girl from Germany. Get mad at her and call her a Nazi. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was thinking like, where's Ezra's brain? Is it because they're saying that as a Jewish person or just because this woman is from Germany? Both. <laughs> Maybe. She said Ezra started going around touching everything and spreading tobacco leaves on the ground. Nadia says she told Ezra to leave over 20 times, and it wasn't until she called the police that Ezra would leave. Nadia says she never felt like they would sexually assault her, but that they were going to fight her. Yeah, because Ezra is a scrapper, as we have <laughs> found out. Ezra Equal don't opportunist. Need no, don't need no reason. No, and just the spreading tobacco and Ezra leaves is allergic on the floor. To the police. I just, it's another bizarre one, like touching everything, spreading tobacco leaves on the floor is just another fact, like information that I don't feel like you can make up. It's too weird to make up. Mm-hmm. So March 27th, 2022, Ezra is at a bar in Hawaii and gets angry when people are singing the song Shallow, you know, the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper song. Oh, Shallow had the, the country in a chokehold. For six months. <laughs> well, Ezra was not in that chokehold. <laughs> because they soon start yelling and then takes the microphone away from the woman. Ezra then goes on to lunch at a man playing darts and ends up spitting on him. Oh, what? <laughs> yes. Darts is, you, I wouldn't do that to the person playing darts. I mean, even if they fake darts. They usually heavy. I could throw one at your ass. The bar owner tells Ezra they need to calm down, but Ezra will not calm down and police are called. Later, a video was surfaced of the police body cams. Ezra says they were the one assaulted and they are filming for <laughs> NFT crypto art. NFT? Crypto That's art. That's what all that hubbub <laughs> was about? <laughs> Well, Ezra is yelling at the police, telling, what's your eight, What's your name? What's your badge number? And filming because Ezra claims the man said he was a Nazi and Ezra was defending themselves. Yes, because most Nazis just love proclaiming that out loud. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. And I don't know if trying to rationalize it is going to help make it make sense. No, because During- people are just going to be like, well, you know... Um, you could just walk your ass away and not turn everything into a god a damn con uh was a confrontation. Yeah. But I think Ezra will say anything to exonerate himself supposedly. Yeah, during this arrest in the video clip, they're saying, please don't take my Justice League ring or what they have a ring from Warner Brothers for the What's that movie? The Flash? The Flash, yes. Oh, okay. I was about to say, what are we talking about? They're like, don't take my Flash ring. It's super expensive. They're saying... They're just rambling, pretty much. <laughs> A lot of saying, oh, don't put my hands like this in the handcuffs because I got injured with handcuffs in New Jersey, which I tried to see earlier arrests in New Jersey and I could not find one, so I don't know what they're talking about on that one. Plus, ain't ain't no cops give a fuck about no goddamn previous wrist injury with handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. Guffle and buckle. That's that's all they be like. 
I think Ezra gives the reason that they're a musician, so they need their hands. And Ezra, at this time, is staying at a couple in Hawaii, and they end up bailing Ezra out. (laughs) Another video surfaces at this time of Ezra at Hawaii a few weeks prior, where they are seen to be in a heated conversation with a woman outside of a bar. The woman is the one who you can tell is heated by her body language. She's standing in the doorway, but seems to be yelling at Ezra. And once she steps inside the doorway, Ezra tries to follow, but she shoves them out. The police are called and Ezra is made to leave. And I couldn't find why Ezra was not allowed in this bar, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Say, get the fuck out. You ain't about to ruin this good time. No. <laughs> so March 28, 2022, hours after being released from jail, Ezra busts into the room of the couple they are staying with and says, I'm going to bury you and your slut wife. So after all that goddamn work, <laughs> you're staying in my shit. I have bailed you out. Ezra, bro, I don't know what type of masks Ezra be wearing to convince people that they are an okay person. And then I don't even what they do to like switch it off because how do you stay with somebody in somebody's house? You get in trouble. They bail you out. And then you you start to turn on them for no reason. Like there's no reason given. No, no reason given. And, and you're supposedly a, a rising superstar. Yeah. I think I, it's self-sabotage as well. Like I think Ezra is weird um obviously not connected to earth and i don't give a fuck how that sounds or if i'm wrong or right that's how i feel but um i just ezra's been having all these fucked up interactions with uh mostly women in aggressive ways and is still just able to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, it, it doesn't... Ezra's not speaking on the issue, so we are only getting one side, and there does not seem to be really a cause for these issues. And that's why it's so easy to sandbag Ezra, because you're if, if you're not speaking on your behalf, all we have to look at is your actions, and your actions look fucked up, so we're automatically not going to be on your side slash advocate for you. Yeah, um, Ezra ends up leaving, but steals the woman's passport and the husband's wallet that has his bank cards, ID, and social security card. (sighs) The couple would get a restraining order the next day, but would drop it less than a month later. And I don't know why they dropped the restraining order either. Usually you have to go to court for every time you get a restraining order. It, they could have reconciled. It also could have been a situation where months passed. Um, less than a month we, later. Oh, less than a month later. Uh, then they just didn't renew it. They could have reconciled or just figured that Ezra's not in their life. In April, reports of Warner Bros. and DC talking about Ezra Miller's future starts coming out. Ezra has already filmed a solo Flash movie, and this has yet to be released. There are talks on what the studio wants to do with it. It is also reported that Ezra had several meltdowns while filming this. The source says that Ezra did not yell or have violent outbursts, but it was meltdowns. I think at this point, it would be really hard to strap this project for Warner Bros. DC 
I know they scrapped some other projects, but this seems to be like <laughs> one of the big ones they're putting out there. And there's talks about one of the old Batmans making a appearance and it's being, you know, put out there as something that is supposed to be one of the big films. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, this is how I feel personally. With the uh and I don't even like that that I I I I'm gonna say it. I think the studios and whoever should take the hits. I feel like if you when you have already filmed a movie, you have already employed people and had people waste their time and do these things for X amount of months, put the movie out. Good, bad, or indifferent. I do understand um, the whole Ezra's not a good look right now. Um, we shouldn't be giving this person more fame when they're so troubled and all that. I understand, but it's Ezra is a small part of a bigger picture of a whole bunch of other people who put work in. Also, I do feel like the studio or whoever is trying to take advantage of the situation because funny how um, hit, uh, how um, y'all can say now that Ezra was having meltdowns on the set when it's coming out that Ezra's having all these other issues. But I mean, didn't nobody hear that before? Nobody tried to talk about Ezra's behavior on the other movies and all the other stuff. It's just like, there's a bigger picture here and I get it. Ezra needs to be dealt with, uh, face whatever consequences of all the actions that they've done. But when it comes to these big movie projects, I feel like they scrap them for their reputation. They don't scrap them for the greater good. And there's a lot of people who work on a movie, not just Ezra. So I feel like to give those people their due and to give people their money and to show their work, um, people just need to bite the bullet and uh, say what it is. And I mean, put it VOD. Yeah, it ain't gotta that, be that on the theaters. True. But they don't want to do that because they want to try to get the bang for their buck or they want to clearly be disassociated. They want one or the other. Yeah. And I, I just don't think that's fair. I think it is more with the studios of, oh, uh, we don't want them being the face of us right now. And, but that look. was their decision. Yeah. And sometimes you got to live and die by your own choices. Everybody's always about sweeping shit under the rug. And that's when people trip over the rug because there's so much shit that's not being called out and talked about. I get what you're saying. Around this time, Ezra has been the cause of tense, separate calls to police in Hawaii. And I don't know what those other calls were. It doesn't really say. Really? Just general? Yeah. That's fucked up. You just being a menace down in Hawaii and Hawaii don't deserve this. <laughs> No, you got a ton of other shit going on. Most of all, um, uh, just uh, unnecessary tourism. Like people said, stop going to fucking Hawaii. Another reported incident is on April 19th, 2022. Ezra is at a private party and is asked to leave. Ezra gets mad and throws a chair at a 26-year-old woman, resulting in a half-inch cut on her forehead and Ezra is arrested. They are soon released pending further investigation. I don't know what you have to investigate. They threw a chair or they didn't. Exactly. Are, are you going to put some charges on Ezra or not? Yeah, it's... Are they that, booked or not? That one was kind of extreme to me. Now it's it's not just 
putting your hands on someone at a bar. This one's more using a weapon. Yeah. And even more, yeah, it's just, there's no excuse for their behavior. You're grown. Um, you have common sense. You keep getting in trouble with the law. If there was any sympathy to have for Ezra, I, I wouldn't have any anymore. Especially after, maybe I would have had some, but after the bar incidents, there was none. And then with you being a menace down in Hawaii, there definitely isn't none. And it's not like it's saving your career. So it's like, is it, are you trying to go down in flames? I don't understand why all this, it, it is all this behavior would be happening if you don't have like deep seated issues with anger and aggression. I guess I do have some sympathy for them just because something's not right. It's either drugs or mental illness, but it's not reactions that even warrant anything. Yeah, but how how long does the public have to deal with that? That's until... true. That's true. <sighs> Sad all around. So, June 8th, 2022, we get another strange turn in the story. Chase Iron Eyes and Dr. Sarah Jumping Eagle accuse Ezra of grooming their child, Gibson Iron Eyes. Ezra was 24 when they first met a 12-year-old Gibson at a Standing Rock Pipeline protest. The parents claim Ezra had kept in touch with Gibson over the six years, texting and even stopping by unannounced sometimes. In December 2021, Gibson and Ezra went and stayed with family friends in South Dakota. The family friend told the parents they saw Gibson and Ezra having sex on a bed outside. What? Gibson has denied this. Gibson and Ezra would return to Ezra's Vermont home, and Ezra is alleged alleged to call Gibson's parents and say Gibson was incapacitated incapacitated after taking LSD four days prior. So the parents flew to Vermont the next day and claims Gibson was screaming and screamed so much they lost their voice. The parents claimed Gibson had bruises on their arms and left cheek and didn't have their phone, key, bank card, or ID. The parents claimed someone at the house said the bruises occurred when Ezra pinned Gibson down for not answering a question. Gibson claims they got bruises when the parents dragged them out of the house and from self-harm after a close friend's death. So it's a really weird and complicated situation because anything the parents say, Gibson says, well, this is actually what happened. So the parents say that they they had taken LSD and, you know, they were incapacitated. Gibson says, I was microdosing, I was not incapacitated. The parents say that Gibson had bruises all up and down their arms from Ezra. Gibson is saying, no, the bruises were from you guys dragging me out of the house when I didn't want to leave and from me doing it to myself. The parents say, Ezra is grooming you. Gibson is saying, no, Ezra is not. So it's kind of hard to say there is a victim. And how old is Gibson at this time? Gibson is 18 now. Now. Which, I mean, this happened June 8th, so just a few months ago. So this is pretty recent. Well, Gibson is, is, oh, oh, Lord. 
it's, the it's, fact it's, that they met when Gibson was twelve. That's what I'm saying. That's opening. That's opening shut for me. Y'all met at twelve, and y'all were in consistent. Con, con, y'all were in contact. It's open and shut case for me that you were you were groomed, especially now that you're with Ezra at eighteen. It's telling me that I feel like you were groomed. Also, because of both, you know, just like personal experience of seeing and dealing and stuff with like um, aggressive situations in domestic partnerships and relationships that whole you got bruises and stuff and somebody's like how you got that and uh sometimes they say they do it to themselves like you've heard that before yeah when the parents are trying to get the the children i mean just for example the the r kelly situation r kelly had motherfuckers locked up in a house young girls their parents outside um protesting to get their kids out and the children are like no, I, there's nothing wrong. You know, Robert's not doing anything wrong. I, I, I want this, and and we know what the situation is. Gibson is is with Ezra right now. As they, so from what I, I, I saw, feel like he's going as to protect him. Yeah, and it's the parents even said that it is a mini R. Kelly situation going on, but there's really nothing. Nothing they can do. No, they tried to get a court order to like a restraining order, but as Gibson is 18. But yeah, that's all. That's all, what it is. Gibson will either be in this for the long haul or eventually wake up and realize, you know, what was kind of done to their mind. Yeah. And Oliver Ignatius, a music collaborator, collaborator of Ezra's, said Ezra was verbally abusive towards Gibson and that Ezra did take their phone away, claiming it was for their safety, and they pressured Gibson to change their name to Gibson. Their birth name was Dakota. I've seen Gibson claim that they go by both names, and I've seen Gibson's father, father Chase Iron Eyes, say that Gibson was just a family and friend nickname, but Ezra is pressuring them to use Gibson, which I think that gets a lot of confusing because who knows, like, what's really going on there. I definitely changed my opinion, though. Okay, so I, I didn't say this because I wasn't sure if this story was going to come up yet or, or whatever. But <laughs> when I was talking about that whole studios need to release movies no matter what when they film them, I was going to say in the exception of when the accused has done things with children or is a predator, you know, a killer. I think that's, you know, that could be misinterpreted. I mean, it could be interpreted in many ways. People could kill and be justified. But when you are a predator or a rapist or stuff like that, I think that was the exception, but I wasn't sure if Ezra possibly grooming people would come up. So I didn't say that, but yeah, now they got to scrap that shit. Distance yourself away <laughs> from Ezra. Cancel the whole shit. I just feel so bad for Gibson and Gibson's parents because they because they didn't know about this earlier before Gibson turned eighteen. They literally have like no options. 
I they just have to see if Gibson one day comes not comes to their sense because it's not even their fault, but you know, just wakes up it wake wakes up and sees the world and Ezra for what they really are. That is true. I don't want to say the parents knew beforehand because they did know. know. They did know that Ezra was stopping by unannounced to visit Gibson as a child, which is weird enough. And I saw on TMZ that Gibson, when they were 14, went and visited Ezra when they were filming Fantastic Beasts. And I don't know if they went with a parent or not. Those are the details left out to make you maybe like attack the parents when really, even if the parents aren't doing this to the child, though. Which, yes, you can blame the parents if they are not putting a stop to any of this. Like, yeah, unannounced visits and visits on set unaccompanied are very big red flags that would never happen if I had a child. So, yes, maybe you could put some blame on them, but they're not the one doing this to their child. They're not trying to put their child in a bad situation. They're not trying to lure them. This is That's what Ezra's doing. That's, yeah. And people yeah. love to switch blame. I mean, yeah, the parents could be to blame. I agree. But this is mo this is a Ezra thing. Ezra taking advantage of a young fan. Um, and maybe they're trusting or aloof parents and doing what they want to with that information. And so that Oliver, person. that's Oliver, the music collaborator. Mm -hmm. Also claims they heard Ezra screaming, quote, what the fuck are you putting on this fucking clown paint in response to Gibson wearing makeup? Gibson says, quote, this was queer dialogue about a badly applied rude, rouge, 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 rouge on my part, which I appreciated. I think the fact that a catty comment made by a queer person about makeup being considered abuse is actually quite homophobic rhetoric. What the fuck ever? <laughs> <laughs> Now you're going too far, but okay, whatever. Um, I think that was somebody just being concerned about somebody yelling at you aggressively about why you're doing something simple and uh, monotonous. I don't Sarah, think they were they were um, repeating homophobic rhetoric. Yeah, I I don't know. Sarah Jumping Eagle, the mother, also claimed Ezra slammed a car door on her arm. Gibson would go home with the parents, but would return to Ezra and release a statement saying they are not being groomed and controlled and they should be able to make their own decisions. There was talk about conservatorship from the parents because since Gibson is over 18, they really can't tell them what to do. And Gibson said, quote, my father and his alienations hold no weight and are frankly transphobic and based in notion that I am somehow incapable of coherent thought. And I think that's where it gets very messy, trying to say that Ezra is grooming them to be non-binary. I think that is something that is in the media right now that without knowing really what's going on, you can't really say that. You can't say Gibson is taking this identity to be that. And I, it, I really don't want to say one way or the other because I can see that Gibson is being groomed to be with Ezra because why would an eight freshly 18 year old go with Ezra but then I can also see it that 
the parents are hearing all these things. Maybe Ezra just, maybe Gibson did just go with Ezra and the parents aren't liking it, which they have a right to be concerned because Ezra does not seem like in the proper state of mind. Sure. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I, I would never say somebody's being groomed to be non-binary. This is just too much, too much uh, vagueness, whatever, too much being specific or whatever. Ezra, I feel like allegedly groomed, um, what's, what's the name? Gibson? Gibson. I think Ezra, uh, groomed Gibson to be with them, to have influence over them. Um, and all the rest happens, whatever, whatever. Um, I don't care what Gibson says. I don't care what Gibson's parents say. I don't care what Ezra says. You, in my eyes, were groomed because nobody who was in their mid, late 20s, whatever, should begin a relationship with a 12-year-old and continue it. That's true. The moment that y'all interacted at 12 years old and it wasn't like a fan interaction and then just like cut off, the moment that there was continuous conversation and then um, this is the... Uh, it seems like the uh, this is the end game now. You're 18 years old, legally uh, of age, and now you are openly with Ezra. I feel like it just lays it out all there. You can say that you're an adult, you make your own decisions, and you do at this point, but I think it, it's foolish to not recognize that you there were choices made for you for years leading up to this big choice that you decided to make. And I do just want to put out there that I have not seen the father uh, Chase Iron Eyes say anything transphobic. I've just seen that's what Gibson is claiming. So I don't even know if Gibson's saying these statements, you know, kind of to like move the point of the conversation. It's a way to distract. It's a way to deflect. You're saying things that are right and correct, and 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 uh, you're basically right on how you're viewing things and how things happen. How do I uh, how do I deflect off your point? Saying that you're being racist, transphobic, homophobic, and you're terrible, and you never loved me. Yeah. But that's not what we're fucking talking about. We're talking about the fact that you were groomed. You're just moving the goal. You're just you're changing the point. You're going down a different lane in the path as a way to like paint your your parents or somebody else as the bad person. When in reality, the bad person is the person you're with that you don't want painted as the bad person. Yeah, it's like we keep circling back around the whole meeting at 12 years old when you're 24. That's it's an itch factor. I don't think we can move past. It's disgusting. It's, it is what it is. That's nasty. Ezra yeah. nasty. I don't never want to see Ezra and shit again. It's it's the it's the fighting, the continuous fighting and whatever abuse, whether it's alcohol abuse, drug abuse, or whatever they're going through, as well as like then later. We find out in the background you were having a, in a, a possibly inappropriate relationship with a teenager, a preteen. Yeah. Um. So wrap it up. It's all weird. No, 
it's all unacceptable. It's it's nasty, is what it is. Not weird, because I like weird things sometimes. But that's 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 nasty, disgusting behavior. Yeah, it's just nasty. <laughs> Gibson is saying they're not being held prisoner and should be able to make their own decisions. Yet they don't have a phone, even though. They have released a video and a statement. People are saying Ezra is behind it. And I think there are too many red flags going on to ignore this. Even if it's not 100% proven, something is wrong. Something in the milk and clean? Yes. June 16th, 2022. According to the Daily Beast, and I just want to say the Daily Beast is not that... The Daily Beast is not reliable that I've seen. Um... <laughs> And they're the only ones really reporting on this. So just take that information what you will. Okay. But the Daily Beast reports a woman got a temporary harassment prevention order for her and her 12-year-old child. And this was done without advance notice because the court determined there is a substantial likelihood of immediate harassment. Which, if you say, hey, Ezra Miller's doing this, I'm sure any judge is going to give you that that order. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Was the was the order given because there was it like immediate threat of you know like violence or because Ezra Miller's name was name dropped? Yeah, and again, this is another story that it's anonymous. A lot, all besides the one we just talked about, all these stories have been pretty much anonymous. Um, Ezra knew the woman's neighbor and then became acquainted with the mother and child. The child identifies as non-binary and is 12 years old. So back Mm -hmm. in February, the woman was chatting with Ezra and referenced her friends as her tribe. Ezra Miller got very angry saying she was doing cultural appropriation. After having a conversation on Rastafarian roots being connected to a board game, when questioned how Ezra got mad and said, They didn't know what they were talking about and talking like that could get them in a really serious situation. And then Ezra is alleged to have opened their jacket, revealing they had a gun. What? Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's out there. What? (laughs) Yeah. It seems to me that Ezra likes to be the smartest person in the room. uh, The always right person in the room. And if they are not, there's going to be some goddamn problems. That, yeah. They Which say, makes, makes you like a Debbie Downer party pooper type person. Who wants to be around that? Every time somebody says something and you don't like it, it's, the party has to stop. You throw a chair. You yell at somebody. You flash a gun. Ezra is then alleged to say... Quote, I've talked extensively with your child and they have a lot of power to them. At one point, you're to realize that you don't have any control over them anymore. They're they're an elevated being and they would be lucky to have someone like me guide them. Referring to the 12-year-old child. Well, I see why the restraining order was asked for. Ezra then started giving the child compliments and moving their chair closer to them, asking the child to... Hell no! asking the child to add them on Instagram and complimenting their clothes and telling them to pursue fashion. The child felt very uncomfortable since Ezra had just made their mother cry 
and was getting really close. The neighbor and mother think Ezra was under the influence of drugs. Ezra left but came back in April. The family claims Ezra had the child and pressing their body closely against the child. In May, Ezra returned again, and then in June, this time dressed as a cowboy. And when the child said they liked horses, Ezra said they would buy the child several horses. They said since the news of Dakota or Gibson, Ezra has not come around. You gotta lie low with your nasty ass exploits. And again, that was from the Daily Mail. So it's unverifiable. Yes. But, but I knew you're gonna say but <laughs> but after everything's coming out with Ezra, it's like people are going to believe it. I don't know what I believe, man. You got me fucked up over here. Well, we're almost we're almost to present day. June 23rd, 2022, a Rolling Stone investigation talks about a woman, also anonymous, who is living with Ezra with her three kids, five, four, and one. Uh -uh. The father is not happy his wife and three kids are there, and Ezra met the woman while they were down in Hawaii and flew her out to their Vermont home without the father's knowledge. Two sources tell Rolling Stone there is mature marijuana plants on the property, unattended guns in the living room, and at one point, the one-year-old had a loose bullet in her mouth. The mother, father, and two inside sources are not named, so I'm not sure who these sources could be. It does seem like Ezra keeps a group of people in their home, but I'm not... That's just speculation. I don't know. Um, yeah, but... Can we 100% blame Ezra for this one? This is a mother who has three kids. Why the fuck did you get on a plane with Ezra and leave your life home and husband? So the mother what claims... What's going on? The mother claims the father slash husband was abusive and Ezra helped her escape and her children escape. And there are firearms, but they are put up, they are put up where the children can't get them and are there for self-defense. The mother has the mother had one domestic abuse case against the father a year prior, but the case was dismissed when neither showed up for the court date. The father was in contact with Vermont's Department of Children and Family, but they said everything on the property was okay. As of August 16th, the mother and children are not able to be located. Ezra told police they left about two months ago. I did not see an update on them at the time of recording. Police suspect Ezra might be helping them evade being found, but really, we don't know. Okay, that just went to a goddamn true crime situation. What the <laughs> fuck? They done they, disappeared now? They, Not being able to be located? No update on them? They could just be away from the father. Like you said, it's a mother, a grown woman who's making her own decisions. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know, because also that... Oh, I just don't know. This whole thing is so fucking weird. Because I could see that situation happening. You know, you have a bad problem with, like, this couple who has kids. And a good Samaritan reaches out and says, hey, um, let's get you the fuck away from this person um, and help you and your kids. I see that happening. 
But then you take that same story in the Good Samaritan as Ezra Miller, and then you didn't, you didn't, you didn't fucked up my perspective. Yeah. So it's like, could that happen? Absolutely. Did Ezra do that? I don't know. But it is kind of weird how if you're a husband slash father, and even if your wife took your children away. I would be fighting a little harder via the courts, via some flights to make sure I could see slash locate my children if if this was like a big problem for me. Yeah, the Rolling Stone asked the father why hadn't he come to get his children. And he said he didn't want the children to see like that image of the father like dragging them off. And maybe that is why the mother is hiding or quote-unquote, missing because she does not want to go through the court with the father. Man. Oh. I mean, the police are looking for her for some reason, so it's probably to make sure the kids, you know, he still has custody, he's the father. Mm-hmm. And technically, you're not a- allowed to, like, take your your children across, like, state lines without being, like, alerted, without being in the loop. Yeah, I think I don't it's... know. This is a weird story. Yeah, and... Not really an update yet. Okay. August 8th, Ezra is charged with offensive felony burglary in an unoccupied dwelling. Ezra allegedly took several bottles of bottles of alcohol out of a home. They are scheduled to appear in court September 26th, so a few days from this recording. Yeah, something's wrong with Ezra. You just breaking in and taking alcohol, things you know you could get easily. That is true. It seems you know. like it's like a I don't know. Maybe Ezra likes committing crimes. Maybe, but that also, to me, speaks of not being in control of your actions. Thinking, I want alcohol, I'm going to go into this building and take it. Or feeling entitled. Maybe feeling entitled, feeling all-knowing. I mean, and essentially, Ezra is invincible and all-knowing. Anytime somebody um, challenges them, they like they counter with aggressive behavior. Anytime they want something, they do it. Anytime they see someone they like, they interact and make sure that they it goes the way that they want. I don't know. It's it's like, yeah, I don't know. Ezra got to be stopped. <laughs> so uh, they got to get some help, uh, and if they don't get no help put them in i mean honestly i with the things that they've done put them in jail first and then get them the help because you <laughs> you got to be stopped first because obviously you could get help anytime you got the money you got the resources and you could find the support but that's not where your mind's at so maybe we have to cage you unfortunately and i don't even like how that's that's so american of me you that is i and i don't even like our jail system but unfortunately you know they don't leave us with a lot of rehabilitation like avenues so when you're left with that ezra probably needs to go to jail figure out how that life is fitting for them and then maybe they're able to open themselves up to more therapeutic rehabilitation purposes of their mind, body, and soul. Well, August 15th, after a lot of hubbub, Ezra goes into treatment and says through a representative, 
Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. All right. So I know I just said everything I just said, but um, that was a lie. That was PR. Everything Ezra just did. And I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody knows when everybody are, knows <laughs> everybody knows <laughs> that when you are a celebrity or somebody of status if you are facing jail time you know you're charged with a crime the soonest that you are able to try to right your wrongs you know get into treatment pay restitution um do community service that is a way that when you're trial date comes up or when they start discussing your case terms or whatever the case may be, they start looking at what you have been doing for the last so-and-so days, months, or whatever. So obviously it, it didn't matter to Ezra any of the other times they got in trouble or that they were dealing with these legal problems. But now that you have been charged with an official crime and it's a felony, right? Now you want to get into rehab and then it looks better on you when they start, uh, you know, looking at, well, what or what what should be the, the punishment for the crime? They've been in rehab for so and so and this and they've completed this and this and this. You know, I think it is part for their better, you know, future and all that. But I also think it's mostly so you avoid a jail cell. And you gotta take into consideration the Flash movie is still coming out 2023. So are you trying to like rehab your image as well so people can put you in shit? Yeah. Be on the red carpets. I'll say this. I don't want to see Ezra's face on no goddamn carpet. They don't deserve that shit. It's too much. But they'll be on it. I already know. <sighs> it's It's kind of this is a, I don't know. This is a weird episode. I don't know how to feel. That's why Ezra is my white will. Because there's still more out there. And I'm never, I just, every time I think I'm catching something, it just slips right out of my hands. Yeah, it's a lot. You got Ezra, this mysterious, different type of actor who, or who is non-binary, who, um, interacts with people in very aggressive ways that either turn out terrible for them or ends up giving them confidants for their personal lives. I, I, I don't know. And, I, I, and then they've been allowed so much leeway as far as their activities and their troubles. To the point where, you know, people are going to be advocating for them to be in movies and shows and shit soon enough. Soon as uh, they finish this this stint in rehab. I I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not so quick to write them off as I am other people. Really? Is it because Ezra's still relatively young? No, they're almost 30, so they should know better. But I just, I feel like there is a lot of mental things going on there that I would hope and pray for a turnaround. That doesn't mean 
I want them to be. It's the grooming thing that really gets to me. The I I want to see in a few years how that turns out. How Gibson says that is they're not so controlled by Ezra because right now they're not even saying they're in a relationship or they're having sex. It's it's just inappropriate. I don't know. It's I. Yeah, that is the worst part. The grooming, mm-hmm. the flashing the gun, and um. And the flashing the gun is just because it comes from the Daily Beast. It does not seem as credible to me. Well, I don't know. Well, okay, yes, I get that. I just feel like certain. Well, then no, they could be lying. Okay, well then I take that. But definitely all this aggressive behavior towards your fans. Yeah, that is what makes just the someone singing, I'm going to attack. Someone jokingly says, I want to fight, I'm going to attack. Someone disagrees with me, I'm going to attack. Someone's playing darts, I'm going to spit on them. Yeah. It it doesn't make sense to me. So it's saying in my mind, something is wrong. We need to talk about Ezra. That's a good one. I've been waiting to use that all day. You've been waiting. I was going to open the episode like that, and I forgot. I respect it. I know I respect a good setup that you've just been waiting to plug in there. Mm. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just pray to Lindsay Lohan that they, they find a way. I'm not saying their way should be in the spotlight, but I'm saying I hope they get better. Yeah, get some court-ordered therapy if uh, Ezra isn't willing to do it themselves. I hope everyone in the story gets better. I hope Gibson gets better. I hope if that did happen to that 12-year-old child and the mother, I hope they can move past it. I hope that the woman who left her husband and they can get better and the children can get better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's. I felt like we covered a lot. And I felt like I'm left with more questions than when I started this. Yeah, you're talking about you and me. <laughs> I've been sitting here like, I don't, I just don't know how I feel. I know I, I'm not a fan of Ezra Miller. I'm not either at this but moment. But it's just a lot. It's just like, how many times did people let Ezra get away with stuff? Also, how much of the stuff that we're hearing about Ezra is correct, accurate. It's, yeah. Because that that's... also will um, sway your your opinion and your mindset. If you feel like the information isn't valid or ver- verifiable, you're going to not believe in it. If you feel like um, all these clues and all these stories definitely have truth to them, you definitely don't fuck with Ezra. So it's just like... So many variable variables, but uh, on the just just on off the surface, I I think Ezra is definitely troubled, at the least, at the most. Um, just like I said on the other one, troubled at the at the least, at the most predator, yeah, aggressive ass predator. Such a shame, and I really hope I really 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 hope that second story is not true of them guards that 12 year old and trying to get closer to them because that suggests a pattern and I don't want there to be other victims of grooming by Ezra. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since it's, it's noted if that, you know, if that is true, it's noted that you came back consistently months on in number one and number two, um, 
you stopped coming around once your your other supposed scandal slash story got loose with the other twelve year old. Well, which was then be, an eighteen year old, yeah, yeah, yeah. The used to be a uh, twelve year old that is now eighteen. But that is all you have for Ezra Miller. Do you have anything else to add? Parents, don't let adults hang out with your children. I do not give a fuck if they are family, they are friends, or if they are friendly. Watch every interaction like it is an inappropriate one. And I hate that people got to put it in that lens now, but you just don't know people's intention. You don't know what your child is thinking. You don't know anything, so you have to treat everything like you know nothing. And I 100% agree with that. Yeah, mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's we song. do like we do like to end every episode with for some form of media. We run a recommend, talk about, discuss, explore. Would you like to go first? Sure, I get mine over with first because I already mentioned it. Sure. So, uh, my media is the show Better Call Saul. I had mentioned it last week. I think wasn't right? that your last week media? No. Oh. Who knows? It could have been, but I'm still re-mentioning it. Because I actually finished it. When I was talking about it last week, I hadn't finished it. So, now that I have officially watched Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Better Call Saul, I am telling you my personal opinion is Better Call Saul is so much better. Now, could this be recency bias? Sure. But I also think this is just truly how I feel uh, personally. I have to say personally because, you know, there are breaking bad stands out here. Like, really? They wish you would say something is better or on par with breaking bad. Nothing will be better as Heisenberg and Walter White. I get it. It's a great show. Very much action packed. Better Call Saul is great to me because you have this show that supposedly airs before breaking bad. And it's about a character I wasn't even like, wasn't even my favorite. I liked Saul in Breaking Bad because he was funny. He had the jokes. He was cool. But um, I didn't even watch Better Call Saul when it came out. You know, I hadn't even finished Breaking Bad, so I wasn't worried about it. But for some reason, after finished Breaking Bad, people were, you know, saying, you know, Better Call Saul would be a good replacement if you want to see something else. And I was like, I finished Break uh, Better Call Saul in like two weeks, it took me years to finish Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul was so great. It doesn't have all the action that Breaking Bad has. Like where I could say is after season one of Breaking Bad, almost every single episode is action packed. Better Call Saul is not like that. Some episodes are setting up the plot. Some episodes are purely about one thing, but it's the storytelling and the characters that make it better for me. Some of the same characters in Breaking Bad or in Better Call Saul, they're either worse or better or about the same. There's new characters that you don't even see in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul that they make you care about. So you stay in the story to see what the hell is going to happen since they're not even in Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul is the before Breaking Bad, right? Like, yeah, it's the prequel. Yeah. Yeah, and it takes, like, Saul, who's not even a main character in Breaking Bad, and turns him into the main character. And whereas he's funny in Breaking Bad, he's funny in Better Call Saul, but 
you see his whole story of how he even got to be that way. And you see that, well, actually, everything isn't as funny as it always seems. So it just, I really loved it. Uh, it made me love some great characters. It made me appreciate the whole story, the way it ended. Bitch, I cried when Breaking Bad, when I finished Breaking Bad. That last episode was great. I was so happy. I sobbed when I finished Better Call Saul <laughs> a few days ago. I could not keep it together. For some reason, it just touched me in a way that Breaking Bad just didn't. I just don't know. Maybe it was the slight romance. Was it the vagueness? Was it the finishing of the whole universe? Was it? I just don't know. But um, it was great. Kim was the best character next to Mike and Saul. Um, I watched the Emmys and I was so happy that Zendaya, um, Shirley Ralph won, of course, and Quinta and Lizzo. But I was so pissed that uh, Ray Seahorn, who plays Kim in Better Call Saul, did not win. Because that was the one other actress that I wanted to win a fucking Emmy. So that's it. Who won instead of her? Um, somebody in Ozark, which is on my list, but I haven't started. Now, I saw Ozark the first two seasons. It's good. Yeah, but I bet you she wasn't doing what Ray was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the actress, so I can't. I know, so you can't mind. even really be like, yeah. <laughs> so that's it for mine. Better Call Saul, better than Breaking Bad. You heard it here first. I don't care how you feel. And even if you don't think Speaking it's better, you should Emmys, at least watch it. How did you feel about that stunt Jimmy Kimmel did? <laughs> I feel two ways. I don't know. Uh, on the overall scheme of things, I don't think it hurt much. I think it was annoying, but I understood uh -huh. it. The only thing is, I understand from Jimmy's point of view, it's a bit. You know, you stay committed to it. It is what it is. Yeah. Me personally would have gave up the bit after the award. Got, the winner gets up on the stage. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, it is, what's the name? Quinta Brunson? Quinta, yeah, Quinta Brunson uh, wins her Emmy for writing Abbott Elementary, and she goes to accept it, and Jimmy Kimmel and who was the other person? Somebody else was doing a bit where Jimmy is dead on stage, basically. He's laid down on the stage. I think the point where she did her acceptance speech and had to be next to laying on the ground was too far. I think he should have got up. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was cool until he just kept there. Because I know you're going to get up when she leaves. So you should just got up. Yeah, but, I mean, they're they're friendly, so it's whatever. She's not mad, but... Yeah, and then I think people also think that some, especially Black people, are being overly sensitive, which could be. We, and, you know, we Black, black people are very sensitive. I mean, we, we have been... <laughs> We have been silenced. <laughs> I think it's more of a sense. Uh, it's more of a thing where, as as black people or or just fans of Quinta, we've seen Quinta on the internet for years. People have loved her for years. People don't even know her and love her just because her reactions and memes. Uh -huh. So the people who really love and appreciate Quinta we're so happy to see her get this moment and to win her award. So what we wanted to do was just hear her, but we are distracted by this, this man wanting to be the center of attention and that just pissed people off. So I definitely understood that. Um, I understand that Quinta is friends with Jimmy. So she didn't really pay it no mind like that. He apologized to her. They did a bit on his show. So I think it's all good. I, you know, 
Jimmy just learns not to mess with black women. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, anytime they be like, you want to do a bit, he's going to be like, is it a black woman involved? <laughs> he be like, we'll, we'll skip this time. I also love Jennifer Coolidge's speech where she dances off. and I didn't get to watch that one yet. That's in my that's in my playlist to watch uh, Jennifer Coolidge's and um, Lizzo's speech. I haven't watched them yet. I just saw uh, Jennifer Coolidge, like I keep they keep popping up on my TikTok. But I saw Jennifer Coolidge, like you know they were playing the music and she was mm-hmm. like, "No, hold on, hold on," and like she just she made it work for her. And then I saw Lizzo. It wasn't her speech, but it was like afterwards she went to a. Like a TikTok thing, a TikTok live oh, or something. Like, I want an Emmy, bitch. Yeah, she's like, I don't give a fuck about not cussing. Like, <laughs> I just that. love that. I love that. I love Lizzo. <sighs> um, I don't know if there's any other Emmy moments that I saw that I want to talk about. So I guess um, I shall proceed with my media, unless you have one. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing, nothing big, nothing huge. So go ahead. I guess my media for this week would be a podcast. And it is Historias Unknown, which is, (laughs) it is the creator from Spooky Tales, which we were on one of their episodes. I know, shout out! Shout out. It is Christina from there, but she's with her twin, Carmen. Historias Unknown is pretty good if it is about Latin American history. They have covered some Sometimes it's like funny and nice. Like they did the history of the hard shell taco. How that was like pretty much stolen from a Mexican woman. The <gasps> idea for it. Oh, and I love hard shell tacos. Yeah, but you know, you think of Taco Bell, the guy who stole it, and not this woman who made it, and hers were probably better. Oh, um, of course they were better. <laughs> yeah. you. They talk about revolutionary dogs. Their last one was LGBTQ plus Mexican revolutionaries. And it's good to like learn history, but at the same time laugh. Like it's not a boring history class. And yeah, there's levity. Yeah. And it's history of Latin American that you don't really do. It's like kind of hidden history because, you know, most people in America are not going to be talking about it. It's not like stuff we really learn in school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't learn shit in school. No, and I mean, it's the, we're now in Hispanic Heritage Month, so might as well go over there and get some information. That is true. Oh, one of a really other good one I did not say was they talked about international adoptions in Guatemala. And, like, that sounds so good. Like, oh, all these babies are being adopted. But, like, there's a backside to that where it's not that good. Why? Because they're not doing it for the right reasons? It starts turning into, like, almost like stealing babies. Stealing babies? Yeah, like stealing the babies from the mothers. Okay, explain it. Like, like, so, because you said adoption. So what are they just stealing children from people who are not putting their children up for adoption? Yeah, sum up the stories. That's how it was. Oh, that's totally fucked up. Yeah, and I mean it's an hour long episode, so that's uh, 
very short synopsis, but that's like one of the cases of why something that was bad with it is they were taking these babies or if you back then it's changed somewhat now, but if you think about it, like why was it cheap to adopt from this place compared to other places? And you're seeing they're cutting corners where they should not be cutting corners. Exactly. Okay, man. Yeah. I, I would have to listen myself. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm behind on any and all podcasts that I listen to. I think I haven't listened to a podcast in at least a month. It's, it's a shame. <laughs> at least maybe I'm, up two months i i'm i'm back i'm i'm not back i'm bad i'm still behind but i listen to a lot more podcasts than you i just have the ones the major ones i'm going to listen to like i'm always gonna listen to a spooky tales and hits don't lie and indie indie podcasts i think you know are doing it amazing the or so they say just ones i've mentioned before mm-hmm I always try to get those each week just because, you know, I really enjoy them and I know they're doing good. And I knew... I enjoy them too. I just have not listened. <laughs> I'm not sure you know. <laughs> I've been watching Better Call Saul. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a bigger supporter than you. I like to support you small-time are. That's creators. That's one thing I will say. If, if you want support no. from Save Your Sorry, you will get it from Jose. A hundred percent. I will give you at least 20% because I am unstable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like listening to his, his spooky tales, like I knew already that Historias Unknown was going to be a great podcast because it's like, oh, I love that content. And the hosts there are great. So I knew going to this one would be great too. Yeah. Different, you know, a familiar person, a similar concept, but different. Yeah. Enough to still reel you in. Exactly. I'm I'm behind on that one, which they don't have a lot of episodes yet. Not a big backlog because it is her newer one. But mm-hmm. it's still one that I highly suggest listening to. I and you think history, it do <laughs> you think it's gonna be boring? It's not. Like it's very interesting. Okay, yeah. I will I will have to add it to my podcast to listen to. Yeah. I think that's all my media for this week, unless you have one more, Tad. Um, no, but if you are interested in our bonus episodes, Amazon did just drop off my Jeanette McCurdy book. Uh, I'm glad my mother, what is it? Glad my mom died. So uh, I'm going to zip through that and that episode will be coming soon. Oh, that would be. And hopefully by the end of that one, we are going to try to do a movie or book club, a Save Your Sorry yes. movie or book club. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Yes, yes, yes. I, I will hit you back tomorrow about that. And hopefully you. by when we release the Jeanette McCurdy bonus episode, we will tell you... The next one. The next one. So you guys could try to keep up with us if you were to read ahead or watch ahead. Mm-hmm. And it would just be about either celebrity memoirs or like a celebrity um, biopic, something like that. Where I've read some good books for this podcast, like Sinead O'Connor's uh, autobiography memoir. And, yeah. you know, we only get maybe two, three pages worth of the whole book in here. And this way we can talk about it more. More in depth. And Jeanette McCurdy, she's not, she doesn't fit our criteria, but it would be great, you know, to talk about her book. I, I've already read it. I loved it. 
Yeah, and I'm going to read it. So I already know I'm going to love it. I I, I liked Jeanette McCurdy growing up. Uh, she was my favorite on iCarly because I mean I was there for Miranda Cosgrove, but then I loved Sam. Didn't watch Sam and Cat because man, I I was aged out and I was done. But I did like <laughs> Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah, it's yeah. We'll talk about it more once we do our bonus episode. Hopefully, right. we can keep track of those. Uh, I think that's all of it. All the announcements, all the public school announcements. All the announcements. If we forget one, we'll mention it later sometime. Okay. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, our Twitter, which is Save Your Sorry, but the your is spelled you are. The Instagram is Save Your Sorry, spelled just like the podcast. And we have an email, saveyourstory at gmail.com, where you can give us your media, give us your suggestions for an episode. We do have one more episode in October that we do not have planned out. So if you have a suggestion that's kind of Halloween-related or spooky-related slash mm -hmm. celebrity, let us know. Thank Tell you us. so much. <laughs> oh, that was spooky. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. No, bye. Oh, see you. Bye.